I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome. Welcome one and all to game time here on a Monday morning. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And, uh, well, we got a lot to talk about there. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of things happening over the weekend, and we are glad you're here to discuss it with us. Again, if uh, if there's something we don't get to that you feel worthy, jump in there and let us let us hear about it on the CNC Collision Center text line. You can text us on that CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660 is the... Uh, is the CNC Collision Center text line, and uh, we'll, we'll do our very best to get to it for you today. Uh, don't forget, if you miss something on the program, it will be uh, this entire program will be a podcast about 30 seconds after the show is completed, and you can go to CentexSportsFan.com to uh, check it out. That's CentexSportsFan.com. Let's go around the horn, and, and first we say welcome back, Ward. I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. I did. Thank you very much. Good stuff. Ryan, good morning. How are you? Doing well. How are you, Tom? Good. I spent enough time with you. I mean, Friday morning we were in here doing the radio show, and then all day Friday we were traveling over to Van to uh, broadcast the uh, Panthers game, Mark Panthers. And uh, wow, <laughs> I don't know what to say. They, they took a ten and two football team and made them look like a Pop Warner football team. No disrespect to them, but that's just that's how good Mart is. It is. That's that's exactly right. So thoroughly impressed when I got to see him. It's um it's amazing. We got a lot to to get to today, and I really don't know where to start. So we'll just kind of dive in and just kind of hit some things. First of all, boy, you want to talk about things falling right? You fight and claw, and you get the win, UMHB, mm-hmm. and then you you get uh, you get some help on the other end. And you were thinking about, you know, chartering a flight on Monday morning, and now you're you're making sure that uh, that the carpet's clean at Crusader Stadium because you're you're now going to be a whole school in round three. Yeah, how about that? UMHB gets the uh, get the home game in round three because Linfield got beat by Bethlehem on Saturday and, and beat, soundly beat pretty good, thirty-one thirteen. So uh, you look up after you fight and claw and win in uh, San Antonio on Saturday, and you kind of scoreboard watch after that, and Bethel's putting it on Linfield, and all of a sudden, you've got a chance to be at home, and yesterday during the selection, it it came to fruition that you do get the home game, and so uh, UMHB will be back home on Saturday, and, you know, that's that's a big deal. That's a huge deal uh, to, to be able to play in your stadium in front of your fans instead of traveling all the way mm-hmm. up to Oregon and, and taking on Linfield, a team that you faced in the playoffs last year. This will be the first meeting between UMHB and Bethel. So um, a lot of things falling in the right place right now. Did Bethel go to Linfield? Yes. So this is back-to-back they, significant been, road trips. They've been on the road the whole time. Wow. Yeah. And they just keep on keeping on, don't they? They just keep on winning. Good for them. Got a really good quarterback. Uh, well, so that that'll be Saturday high noon, mm-hmm. and uh, man, I hope I hope they do pack that house. I do too. Uh, I, you know they deserve it. Round, mm-hmm. you know, you're in the round three, and here we go. Uh, 
And we'll have that broadcast for you, by the way, 1130 for the pregame on Saturday on uh, Fox Sports Central Texas. So we'll we'll do that for you. Uh, a lot of we mentioned, Mark, a lot of high school football over the weekend. Uh, man, I tell you, Malakoff is a terrific team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they beat a very, very good West Trojan team. I, I'm now thinking that Malakoff has kind of created their path to, to AT&T. And I know they've still got some work to do. Mm-hmm. But good gracious, that, that's a terrific West defense. And Malakoff was able to move the football. So, uh, Crawford got it done. But how about Riesel? I mean, it's, we were listening to it coming home. And Riesel, held on the first, in the first quarter, Riesel had pos- their opening possession took over 11 minutes off the clock. 11 minutes off the clock. I think Crawford snapped it two or three times in the first quarter, and then it moved to the second quarter. They did not have possession of the football in the first quarter. That first quarter was – I mean, Reese did exactly – I think it was a 20-play drive. They converted four fourth downs on that drive. Yeah. Well, I, they uh, knew exactly what they needed to do. That, that's exactly right. And, and they went and did it. And – and, you know, fought hard. And, and, look, they had a they had a terrific year. And they ran into a team that is playing as well as anybody right now in Crawford. So Crawford gets the win and moves on. And they'll play Toler. That'll be coming up uh, this, this weekend in Burleson. That'll be a great site for a great game. That's a, a beautiful yeah. stadium. Yep, it is. It absolutely is. Uh, Mark, by the way, is going to A&M Consolidated. So we'll, we'll get into all that a little later on. Uh, Baylor football. I, and we were talking about this driving home, weren't we, weren't we Ryan? I was, it, it just, I, I don't know. They finished the year at six and six after the loss to, uh, to Texas. And we were talking about, you know, I believe I'm right in, when I say that they had the lead or were tied in four of their six losses in the fourth quarter. In four of their six losses in the fourth quarter, they either had the lead mm-hmm. or were tied and just couldn't couldn't finish it. Couldn't couldn't get it to the house with the with the win. You know, we know for a fact they had the lead against Texas. We know for a fact they had the lead against TCU. They were tied against against BYU. So I, yeah, and they did have the lead against West Virginia. Now, they did not, I don't believe against Oklahoma State or Kansas State, but in four of their six Losses, they had the lead or were tied in the fourth quarter. Man, you got to find a way to finish that deal. Yeah, you do. I mean, if you finish that deal, you're the one at AT and T Stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It just that's that's a tough break. And and now they they sit back and they wait. Kansas State will play TCU. I like that game. I, I think that's going to be a heck of a good football game. Kansas State and TCU. It's going to be different. I, you know, Kansas State if they can come in healthy, which I think they are, they're certainly more healthy than they were in Fort Worth. Um, you know, remember Martinez? Oh yeah, they had two. He went out after the down. first play and tried to come back, couldn't. Then then Howard went out after that, and they were down to their third quarterback mm-hmm. by the end of that football game. So, you know, that's that's certainly made a difference in that game, uh, but. Again, TCU still found a way to win. 
haven't they haven't they done that in like five or six games? Boy, it, has or, it that or been more. their theme? We found a way to win. Yeah, and that's the sign of a good football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I would. You know, you can look back and go, "What if all you want to?" Bottom line is they beat Kansas State, and bottom line is they're undefeated. Uh, at this point, you know, for for the league's sake, I'd like to see TCU win the game. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't surprise me if Kansas State went in there and did the job. I, I I don't think it would surprise me either. I mean, they're a good football team. A good football team. Their losses are to two top 25 teams. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. TCU, a top five team. And then they lost at home to 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 Tulane, who we're now figuring out it's pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. They went ten and two. Pretty they, darn good. Didn't they lose to Texas too? Kansas State? Yeah, that's right. They're nine and they're, they are nine and three, nine and three. Yeah, they're nine they and three and they Texas. lost to Texas at home. That's right. Two of their three losses are at home, aren't they? Mm-hmm. How how crazy is that? That's right. I forgot all about Texas. Uh so anyway, we'll we'll dive into that. Uh and there's a plethora of coaching changes in college football. Do you wow. like that one? Wow. Did we see Matt Rule to Nebraska? Mm, doesn't surprise me. I, I, he clearly didn't want to take a little break, did he? No. The little break that he got, that was plenty. No, he's he, ready to go back yeah, to work. He's ready to work. So... He goes to Nebraska. There's a ton of changes going on. A lot of guys got fired. A lot of guys moving on to other places. Wisconsin's got their coach. How about that? Luke Fickle from yeah, Cincinnati. I, I I honestly didn't see that. So Cincinnati now is looking for, for a coach. So we'll uh, we'll dive into all of that good stuff. And did did are we surprised by anything in the National Football League? Not really. I'll say this about last night's game. I don't know if you saw much of last night's game. I thought Green Bay played hard. Mm-hmm. I think they gave a great effort against Philadelphia. Philadelphia, I don't know if you guys know, it's pretty good. Yeah, they're they're not bad, are they? Yeah, they're pretty good. Keyshawn this morning said he thinks that the NFC representative in the Super Bowl will be either the Cowboys or the Eagles. So, obviously, he's got the Cowboys and the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Fair assessment? I think so. I mean, it it would not shock me if that comes to fruition. I was just looking at the standings yesterday, and I'm telling you right now, you're going to get all four. It, we're, on a, we're on a path to get all four NFC East teams in the playoffs. And then the other divisions will have their division champions. <laughs> I'm just telling you. It, I mean, you know, obviously the Eagles will – let's just say the Eagles hold serve and they win the East. Cowboys, Giants, and Redskins. I mean, to go along with, with your divisional champs, your other divisions, Central, West, and South, and away we go. The party's on. It's, you know, and then, of course, you know, those those wildcard teams, even though they have better records, are going to have to go on the road, you know, but that's just the way it is. But I I think right now you are on a path to get 
all of the NFC East teams in the playoffs. Is that what it looks like to you? Could be. I mean, the Eagles may have the hardest path in the NFC East, as good as they are. But they've got three division games left. They've got one at with Dallas. The, yeah. yeah. They got at Dallas. They also have the Giants twice. Wow. They go to New York, not next week, but the next. And then they have the Giants in the final game at home. So, and the Cowboys have already are already done with the Giants, having swept them mm-hmm. for about the eighty third time in a row. Uh, well, yeah, know, for, maybe not eighty three, but for the Cowboys, they've got the Eagles, and they end with Washington, and that's their division. Um, they have the Colts, the Titans, the Jaguars. And the Titans to end the season. Mm. So, I mean, I I like the Cowboys' path better than I do the Eagles. I agree. I agree. Uh, now that doesn't mean that you can go out and lay an egg. No, you still got to play, and that's it. I mean, the Thanksgiving Day win was a you know I think if they if you look back you're going to go that's a big win because that was a divisional game and it it gives you the sweep within the division mm-hmm. and you, when you're looking for tiebreakers that you know the divisional record is is right there with it and look I mean that every time you can win within the division it's 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 almost like 1.1 and so uh especially when you're what 0 and 2 against Philadelphia and Washington right now, mm-hmm. having lost to the Redskins and the Eagles. But you get the Eagles at home in a couple of weeks. So, all right, uh, seven fourteen. Quick note here from the CNC Collision Center text line. We are going to get into the college football top twenty-five because I find it interesting. Uh, good morning, gents. I like that. Uh, if USC or TCU loses their last game of the season, are you ready for Alabama to jump into this college football playoff? And it very well could happen. I I was thinking that too, but the more I think about it, I I don't know about USC, but I think, boy, and I I would have never said this, but I almost I almost think that you could lose a conference championship and still get in with the Ohio State loss. Ohio State, oh, or Michigan, Ohio State. I think is out. Oh yeah, they're out. the way they got the way they pulverized got in the second half. I, I yeah, think they're, they're done. Out. They're I think done. T- I think TCU could stand a loss and still get in. Oh, I don't. I do. I've you keep. My mind. You've said it for twenty weeks. I know what's on your chest counts. I know. In Alabama, and, and look, Nick Saban's already. He's at the podium the other day. You know, uh, beating the Alabama chest. I know. And look where they, they're lurking right out. The LSU loss to A&M was... Ugh. If they're going to stay true, though, to barking about strength of schedule, then you have to consider TCU Yeah, because it, of the Big 12. One of the other things, though, that they talked about was conference championship, conference championship. I know. So, I don't know, man. I, 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 have I, a, I think they want TCU and USC in. You think they want TCU in? 
over I, Alabama. I think they do right now. Well, yeah, they do right now. I think they want TCU to beat Kansas State to, to end the conversation. I think that's what they, they – Yeah, they, that would make right. it easy. But if Kansas State, which is ranked, what, down around 18 or 19, mm-hmm. if they win the football game, ooh, that's I, I bad think, news I for the Frogs. I still think TCU gets in. I, look, I hope you're right. I hope I you're right. And I, I, don't, don't, and I never would have said that until yesterday I started looking at it and thinking about it. And the impressive win, and I know Iowa State was ready to to pack it up and, and finish it up and get done. Who cares? No, they did what they needed to do. Iowa, look, TCU absolutely pulverized Iowa State on national TV. Mm-hmm. That is an impressive win on a, on a million fronts for TCU. So we'll see. All right, 716, we are going to step aside right here. We're coming right back. We'll talk about Baylor and the Big 12 in depth. We'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is a highly listened to program. Matt Mosley, asking the tough questions. Is Barry Gibb a BG? Aaron, are you with me? Matt Mosley, giving the hottest takes. I love a good heifer show, and I like a turkey and broiler show. I'll put a little pimento cheese on there, and that takes it to another level. The Matt Mosley Show. You guys might have recognized my voice there. Weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's fall. Pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October, and the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. This is ESPN Central Texas. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Luis Fonzi? Imagine even more savings in more video. Calling, sharing every memory. So happy together. Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. 
fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the good feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Your friend in the car business. Viewers looking to throw. Pressured. Walcott got to him. Ball is knocked loose. Ball's on the ground. It's picked up by Baylor and run into the end zone. It looks like a touchdown. Gabe Hall picked it up. He ran it in. The fumble returned for a touchdown by Gabe Hall. One of five. Look, this Baylor defense got to Ewers five times, sacked him five times in the football game, and that uh, gave the Bears, uh, you know, a, a lead at the 13-30 mark in the fourth quarter. Unfortunately, the Bears couldn't hold it as Texas was able to score the last two touchdowns of the game and win it, and the Bears end up losing their final three football games of the season. And uh, it, it, just looking at numbers, you, you Bijan, we talked about Bijan Robinson and, and what he's been able to do. Uh, he had 179 yards on 29 carries and two touchdowns. He was over 200 yards the week before. Uh, this guy, I mean, come on. Is he in the Heisman conversation? Should he be in the Heisman conversation? I think he should. Not sure he is. I'm not sure he is, but I think he should be. I know they're talking about, you know, Williams at USC, the quarterback. I think he won it Saturday. You think? Mm-hmm. He posed for it, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, saw that. But uh, Bijan Robinson, you know, and Dave Aranda said, "Hey, look, we faced some really good running backs this year, but Bijan Robinson's the best." And you know, he went out and rushed for 179 yards. Ewers was 12 of 16. Didn't have, you know, I, I couldn't figure out why they were <laughs> dropping back at all. Uh, you know, he got sacked five times. And again, we were talking about it on the way home. Uh, the, the Baylor just hasn't been able to finish. Uh, these football games. I mean, they played well enough to win them. They just haven't won them. And that's that's the frustrating thing for this group this year. And Dave Aranda talking to uh, John, JJ, and Ricky after the game talked about that. I thought that we started fast, started the game fast. I thought there was some adversity in uh, the first half and then early there in the third quarter that we're able to fight through. And I think all of those are things that we've had to learn to do, the starting fast and the fighting through adversity. And we got to a point in the game, and I think we brought it up, um, it was possibly at halftime, I guess, we brought it up that we have to build a finish. And I think that's what we didn't do. And we've struggled to do that uh, throughout the year, and uh, especially this last stretch. And so it's frustrating and hurts and um, you know, it's it's um, something that uh, we got one more opportunity to try to do. He mentioned one more opportunity, mm-hmm. and, and 
how do you approach this this bowl game wherever they may be going? Now, look, we we have to play the conference championship games next week, and then we'll sort out where everybody ends up as far as a bowl game is concerned. I don't think it really matters where they go. I think it's how they prepare and how they play. I, to me, I think you have to look at it as an opportunity to try to right some of these wrongs, mm-hmm. fix some of these things, and give these young guys another opportunity to practice and play. And the longer you get to practice, the better off for your program. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. And that doesn't matter what level you're on, just like some of these high school teams getting getting an extra week of practice is invaluable to your program. So that helps. I think where the location of the bowl game is going to be important for the Bears as well for recruiting purposes. You know, they get in the Texas Bowl, that's that's ideal for them. Because, Down in the greater Houston area? Yeah, for, for that recruiting aspect that they can have in that. It's invaluable in that to get in front of those those fans in those crowds. So I think that's important. But to your point, the most important thing is you've got to go out and and play a complete football game and be able to walk off that field and know that you did everything you were supposed to do for 60 minutes instead of 58 or 59 or 48 or whatever the case may be for the Bears. They just they keep coming up short. They've got to finish a game and, and play, you know, all three phases of it good, especially in a bowl game because you're going to have the opportunity to go into the offseason on a good note or with a bad taste in your mouth. And how do you want to do that? Look, it, it's it's a disappointing year. I don't care how you add it up, how you slice it. You were picked to win the conference championship, and you win six games. It's a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you do with it? How how do you springboard this this season into into next? You know, and that's for some of these younger players to decide. I mean, they're the ones that are. This is going to be their program now moving forward. So how do you how do you how do you how do you use this two or three weeks of practice in preparation for whatever bowl game it may be, and then go play the bowl game? How do you use that, and how does that benefit you going into next spring? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I think that's the approach you have to take because the game itself, other than it being a game, and you always want to win when you play. That's about that's about the extent of the game. But the prep going into it is, is, as you mentioned, is invaluable. You know, more snap opportunities, more practice opportunities, more meeting opportunities, more learning opportunities. And that's, I think that's how you have to take it and, and figure out, you know, why we were not able to finish in some of these games. So we'll, we'll see how that, how that all works out. But, again, the uh, conference championship game is coming up December the 4th. What what about this league, Ward? I mean, just to, uh, you have eight of your ten teams bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. You got guys, you know, all all up and down the the standings beating each other. I mean, it's it's crazy. Just look at the results of this this past week. I mean, you know, uh, it's everybody's everybody's hanging in there and fighting against each other. And it, I, I thought. It, 
in its totality, I thought this was a fun conference to watch and cover because you really did not know. Well, there's a lot of parody in this conference yeah, this year. Again, not to dwell on it, but two, two weeks ago, Baylor's a player two away from beating TCU mm-hmm. uh, and, and spoiling that undefeated season. And you just don't know. West Virginia, what were they playing for? Nothing. And it's a driving rainstorm. It's nasty. Ugh. And they went and beat Oklahoma State on Saturday. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, you just don't know Saturday to Saturday in, the, in this conference what was going to happen. And I thought it made for a fun and interesting league. So TCU clearly separated themselves. But other than that, I you know, everybody else was, you know, fighting against each other and very competitive. And, and look, even though TCU won 12, those were competitive football games, you know, week oh, in were. and week out. They were. And so, it, 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 to me, it made for a fun league. Now, how does that affect them in the national perception? We'll find out. You're now thinking – that one, a, if they get beat in the championship game by a three-loss Kansas State team, that they still may have an opportunity. I do, just because of the way things have unfolded with Ohio State just getting walloped. Uh, I, I look, I, I think, I think the top four teams right now, maybe, maybe how it ends up, and. Unless somebody just gets embarrassed in a conference championship game, then then you might see a different look. But I don't see that. I just really don't. Well, we're going to find out, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, as as they all unfold, I just I can't imagine. I, I just can't. I, I I think the the opportunity to slide Alabama back in there becomes easy for them if if. Uh, if TCU gets beat. Maybe, yeah. Does USC have to lose in their conference championship game for Alabama to leapfrog them? I think I think probably so. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. It just depends on how they perform. How bad does the committee want Bama in, in the tournament? That's that's the million-dollar question. You don't know. But he they're jockeying for that position. Well, sure they are. I mean, that's that's his job. Yeah, he, he his job is to worry about them. I get that. So. I I just think, I mean, if you're gonna beat the table on the street to schedule, and I don't know. I mean, I'm not in that room, so I don't I don't know what the conversations are. But you always hear strength of schedule. I think with that loss, Ohio State's case just went down the drain because their strength of schedule is terrible. They don't have a strength of schedule. Well, among the four, TCU's got the toughest Ab- SOS. That's exactly right. So That's exactly right. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC, your top four. Ohio State, five. Alabama, six. But Ohio State at five, I, I, I cannot imagine if TCU gets beat that Alabama, I mean, that, that Ohio State would slide back in there because they, didn't, not. they didn't lose a nail-biter. No. They, they got thumped around pretty good. They did. And, and Michigan and again, used, used and again, the big explosives. They, they play in a l- weak league. The Big Ten? Mm-hmm. You don't like the Big Ten? No, other than Michigan and Ohio State, there's nothing there. All right. Their strength of schedule is not good. 
That's a, that's that's a valid point. Well, Penn State's at number eight. Mm. That's a top ten team. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, there's yeah, you're right. There's there's not there's not a whole lot. Not, not a whole lot there. Yeah. So, we'll play these conference championship games and find out. I mean, this conversation may be for for nothing. If TC now, goes it, out and takes care of business. Right. And would it surprise me if they bump TCU out? No, it won't. I mean, I I still believe the name on the jersey means a lot, but they're going to have a harder conversation now with Ohio State getting just boat raced. Look, you could you got you got to slide Ohio State to the side. I the, think you do. You I, I know they're five in the AP poll, but I'm sorry. They they did themselves. I don't think they're in the conversation they right now. They cannot be. They cannot be. Not not after the way they got walloped by Michigan in mm-hmm. the second half. Mm-hmm. And again, Michigan was using, heck, they were using those big explosives right. and making Ohio State pay the price for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it was pretty impressive what they went out and did. All right, we're running late. 732, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat. We're brought to you in part by Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring, where they got the best burger in all of Waco. Why? Well, it's the secret seasoning, I think. Uh, you know, they won't tell you what's what exactly they use, but they've got some top secret seasoning that they use. And, of course, uh, all of the ingredients are fresh. They don't uh, they don't start cooking your burger until you order it and then they cook it the way you want it. You can have whatever you want on it. I mean, if you want mayonnaise, mustard and ketchup, all three, go for it. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll do it. You want your bun toasted? They'll do it. Uh, you know, look, if you want to whatever, however you want it, they're going to they're going to prepare that burger the way you want it. Of course, they got all the good stuff to go with it, the fries, the rings, the tots, and and all that good stuff, and then your favorite drink to go with it. Plus, great football conversation, and it's all happening at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, 1810 Herring. Tell them we sent you by. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dalton Schultz, who scored twice in Thursday's win over the Giants, talks about the stretch run of the season right after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys are 8-3 and three following Thursday's win over the Giants in which tight end scored three touchdowns, two of them by Dalton Schultz, who believes in the coach's axiom that a team's true identity isn't defined till after Thanksgiving, which he says means the Cowboys' arrow is pointing up. I feel like we're just starting to get the ball rolling. 
And I mean, that's dangerous, especially when you get into late November, December, and you know your team starts hitting peaks. Like, that's really what we're playing for. We're playing against ourselves. We're playing to to improve on on what we've done every single week, and you know, regardless of the score. The flu has sidelined several players over the past couple weeks, so the team is meeting today virtually. They'll be back on the practice field Wednesday, preparing for this weekend's visit by the Indianapolis Colts. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 with five thousand down cash rate. PTL extra CD for details. It's the holiday savings event at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get a 2014 GMC Acadia Denali or a 2014 Buick Enclave with three roads and leather for only $224 a month or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $238 a month. Find a dozen vehicles under $23,000 with every vehicle put through a 172-point inspection. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the holiday pre-owned savings event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor women's basketball advanced to the title game of the Gulf Coast Showcase where Michigan beat the Bears 84-75. The University of Nebraska will hold a news conference today to introduce Matt Rule as its next head football coach. He spent three years as the head coach at Baylor before an unsuccessful stint with the Carolina Panthers. With a 24-17 win over Trinity, Mary Harden-Baylor has advanced to the quarterfinals of the Division III football championship. TCU has moved to third in this week's AP Top 20. Georgia is still number one, Michigan number two, USC four, and Ohio State five. Alabama, Tennessee, Penn State, Washington, and Clemson finish off the top ten. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Baylor Athletics with Baylor University's Director of Sports Journalism, Jerry Hill. All right, 737, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time, your first word in sports here on ESPN Central Texas. And we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. And we welcome into the program Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Insider. Jerry, let's let's begin with football. And uh, first, good morning. Appreciate you being here. Just the frustration that this program has to be going through right now, having a six and six season where there was just a ton of what ifs. Yeah. I mean, after you texted me about the, you know, fourth quarter leads deal, I went back and looked and it was actually three of the six losses that they had a fourth quarter lead. They um, never led BYU, but right. uh, you know, that was a game that was tied. But one thing I did look at Tommy too, was mm-hmm. fourth quarter within a possession and it was nine games and that it doesn't include the two blowout wins early. Um, so you were in 11 of the 12 games, basically K-State was the one that you weren't in, but so you had a chance in, you know, in again, in 11 of those 12 games and only one six. So, uh, it, it is frustrating. I mean, you're sitting here looking at, uh, I, I, cause this was another deal I would looked up Tom is, is the big 12 predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who the top three were, uh, in the predictions, Baylor, Oklahoma state, Texas. Baylor, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas. That was your top four. K-State was five and TCU was seventh, and neither one of them received a first-place vote. So that, But here, here was the other thing. 
Baylor, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. West Virginia wins three conference games, and that's the three they won. So, again, it was in a year where TCU ran the table, um, I still think it was probably the most parity this league maybe ever had. Uh, it was crazy this year where, like I said, you've got a team like West Virginia um, you know, running the table against the three teams that were picked first, second, and third in the league. So that's just that's how wild it went this year. But, yeah, for Baylor, it is frustrating. I mean, I think you, you had a lot more, a lot higher expectations, obviously. Um, you know, I, I think it does say that, you know, they were in every game just about other than the K-State, which that, that one is still just an anomaly. I don't know how, you know, how or what happened there. But uh, beyond that, when you were in every game and had a chance to win. So, uh, and you just didn't get it done. You didn't finish. That's exactly mm-hmm. what happened this last week. And, and certainly against TCU, they just didn't finish in the fourth quarter when they had a chance to knock off a ranked team. Was it self-inflicted wounds that prevented them from finishing, or what do you think that yeah, was? I think some of, yeah, I think some of it is, but, you know, I you know I go, I go look at that Texas game, Ward, and, you know, honestly, if, if Sarkeesian had, had been doing what he was supposed to do or should have done, you know, that game might not have been close because you know, they couldn't stop Bijan. Now, they, they did a decent job on him in the first half, but part of that was because they weren't running. I think he had seven carries in the first half. So, you know, I think a little bit of it was Texas doing it to himself because um, once, you know, once they went to him and Rashawn, I mean, uh, you know, Baylor just couldn't stop him. So, yeah, I think some of it is self-inflicted wounds, and, and, and certainly it's a case where you couldn't – couldn't uh, mount a drive there late in the game, had the interception uh, when you had a chance to drive down there and, and take the lead right back. So, uh, yeah, and, you know, obviously the TCU game, you make one play and, and the game is over. So, uh, yeah, it is definitely some self-inflicted wounds, but, you know, I do give Texas credit for finally figuring out, okay, I think we can win with this guy. So, uh, you know, Bijan's as good as I've seen this year anyway. How do they approach the uh, the bowl season, uh, Jerry? I mean, obviously, does it matter what game they go to? Is it about the work that they're going to get and the opportunity to play again? Or, you know, what are your thoughts on on, on bowl season? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, obviously you use it for, you know, practice for the young guys. I think that's always a big deal, you know, even kind of looking ahead to next year. But given those guys some extra practice time, they wouldn't have if you didn't go to a bowl, um, you know. So, uh, I, you know, I obviously <laughs> followed them during the 15-year bowl drought when those guys didn't get that chance. So um, just having that will obviously help, and, and maybe they try to figure some things out. You know, what? You know, I think you, you always uh, self-analyze, and I think they'll go through that, you know, and, and figure out kind of what went wrong, what could they have done. I think, I think the coaches will look – at themselves and go, what could we have done differently? Not so much on the players, but what could the coaches have done? And I, I think they'll they'll try to figure some things out before the bowl game. But yeah, I think that's part of it is you you do look toward next year and kind of figure some things out. And and you've got a lot of uh, you you got a lot of veterans on that team that won't be here next year. There were 25 seniors that were announced, um, you know, on on senior day, and I think there's others that maybe had already you know, gone through senior day. So they're going to lose quite a bit from this team and they've got to figure some things out for next year. How much will that bowl, wherever it might be, and, and the practices help in that, 
the yeah. opportunity not only to get recruits in coming out of high school, but also the transfer portal as well. Yeah, I think I think certainly look at all that, Ward. I mean, you've got uh, you know signing day coming up uh, next month, and uh, you know I think now that that is kind of the signing day. So um, you know I, they've pretty much wrapped up this class, but certainly they'll have their eyes open and, and looking at uh, you know stuff in the transfer portal and, and could lose some in the transfer portal as well. So yeah, you're I think you're always looking for that, and certainly the bowl game helps. It keeps eyes on you no matter what the bowl is it's going to be on tv it's probably going to be on espn so um there'll be eyes on you and and depending on where it is you can, like you said you can have recruits there um I, I, again i think some of that depends on where it is if you know if you're in if you're in memphis or something like that i'm not sure how much um your recruits can get there but you know i think no matter where you are you can use that because, like I said, because of the eyes on you um, during that time when, again, if you're sitting at home, they're not on you. Jerry, talk a second about the, the Big 12 in its totality. I know we talked, you talked about the parody, and I, I have too. I, I just think this league's been a, been a blast in, in, in the competitiveness of this league. With that in mind, if Kansas State beats TCU on Saturday, can TCU still get in, in your opinion? Into the playoff? Yeah, with one loss. I think with what happened this past weekend, I think it's a possibility. Um, but my guess would be no. Um, I, you know, I think you, I think you probably slide, you know, a one loss Ohio state team back in there. Uh, even though they got beat pretty good by Michigan, I think they probably leapfrog TCU. But I think what would happen though, too, is I think you could potentially wind up with two in, in, uh, New Year's Six Bowl games, if that happened. Um, uh, and obviously you would if – either way, I think it could happen because, you know, obviously if TCU wins, I think they're in the playoff and then K-State goes to the Sugar Bowl. But if TCU loses, I think they're, you know, they're going to be an attractive enough at 12-1. and one, They're going to be attractive enough to get one of the New Year's Six Bowls. So that's kind of the positive for the league is that either way, I think you're going to probably wind up with two two teams in New Year's Six Bowls or one team in the playoff. And, you know, think about it, guys. I mean, in the history of this thing, uh, Oklahoma's, I think, made it twice. And the Big 12 has been shut out most years. So um, that would be a huge thing if TCU gets in the playoff. Does it feel to you like football is finally catching up to basketball as far as parity is concerned in this league and, and getting some of the respect that it deserves? around the nation? I, I think so, Ward. But then, you know, you look and, and you know, look, go back and look at the the preseason predictions and where all those teams were supposed to be and, you know, Clemson, Ohio State, um, you know, all those teams. I, I think that's still kind of in everybody's mind is, well, these teams are the ones that should be there. I think we need to get to that point that, you know, they you actually earn your way into the playoffs. And maybe the 12 teams helps, you know, it opens it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think uh, the the parity is getting there um, when you have, you know, a Cincinnati last year, TCU potentially this year, when you have some of those, what you would consider outliers that we didn't think had a chance to get in the playoff. When you start getting some of those teams in, whatever they do in the playoff doesn't matter all that much. But as long as you're getting some different teams in, I think that helps the game. I mean, you know, I don't think it's good for the game when it's Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and whoever 
every year. Um, so I, I think it's good to get some of those different teams in, and hopefully that opens the door. And, and like I said, I think once you get to 12, that'll help even more. And maybe the parity will be even more once you have 12 teams, because I think more teams obviously will have a chance to do something like that. Jerry, as always, uh, this time of year, there's movement in in the uh, college football coaching ranks, and boy, there has been uh, some movement uh, this weekend uh, involving coaches from former coaches from Baylor and and coaches from within the conference as well. And you know, there's just a lot of a lot of movement early on right here at the end of the re- regular season. Yeah, it's kind of what you expect. Um, you know, obviously uh, Matt Rule getting the Nebraska job. Congrats to him. Did a great job in his three years at Baylor and I, you know, that's a tough job. You know, I mean, they've had six straight uh, losing seasons. That's a storied program. We all know what they did, but that's been a while. So I think, uh, but again, that's what he's done. He's gone into, you know, obviously Temple and Baylor and built programs and won fairly quickly. I mean, in his second year in both programs, he had them in bowl games. So uh, I think he'll do well there. It may take a little bit longer than that, but, uh, you know, good for him to, to land like that. And, and then uh, Luke Fickle leaving, uh, you know, Cincinnati comes into the league next year and, and he's leaving to go to Wisconsin. So, and there's, there's going to be a lot more. I mean, obviously David Shaw uh, at Stanford, that, that job opened up. So yeah, we've got, uh, we may have some, still some moving and shaking. Yeah. Philip Montgomery comes to mind uh, at Tulsa is, is, is gone. And uh, were you surprised by that? A little bit because, I mean, that's a that's a team that he's had consistently in contention pretty much every year, and, and I think he's done a great job. I think he'll land on his feet somewhere, probably as an offensive coordinator. Um, but, yeah, he's a, he's a guy that, uh, I, again, I thought he did a great job at Tulsa, made them, you know, uh, they mattered, I guess. Um, and, you know, certainly this year was a down year, but, uh, you know, he's, he's had a good run there. At Tulsa. Uh, final thought for you, Baylor last night against Michigan in the Gulf Coast Championship game. Michigan wins the game 84-75. I was just looking. Uh, Michigan had 14 offensive rebounds and converted that into 22 yeah. second-chance points. Yeah, if you look at that and then the uh, points off turnovers, I believe, was 23 uh, off Baylor's 22. That's, that's the difference in the game. And – a little bit like football, they didn't finish. I mean, Baylor had a 70-64 to 64 lead with four and a half minutes to go. They were up 75-73, and then Michigan scored the last 11 points of the game. Baylor was 0 for 5 and had three turnovers. And, and again, had I think um, Michigan probably had three or four offensive rebounds down the stretch there too. So um, yeah, I thought Jaden Owens played amazing. Um, you know, it kind of shows what – what they have in her, which, you know, I didn't see that coming into the year, um, but she played amazing in that game, a lot of downhill plays. So I, I think once you get more of those elements going and then, you know, if you get Asia Blackwell back or Dre Edwards eligible, uh, you know, this could be a really good team. And, um, you know, I, I, I thought they played well up until that last, last point, the last, you know, probably three minutes of the game, they did not play well. <laughs> As as this thing unfolds, and, and I know we talked about football developing their identity, as this basketball team develops their identity, wh- where do you see Caitlin Bickle? I mean, is is she – I know that she's not going to lead them in scoring every night, but is she the one that's going to have to step up and be be that leader, you think? 
Yeah, I think so. And I think she's a lot like, uh, you know, I was thinking of like Ish Wainwright or maybe even Rico Gathers a little bit, you know, players that were kind of the glue guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that's what she is for them. Um, and I think she's going to get more than we think, you know. Um, I, one stat noted, and I believe Bryce had it in his story, is she was plus eight when she was on the floor. Baylor was beating Michigan by eight points when she was on the floor. So she made a difference. And I think she could have made a difference there at the end. You know, it was uh, – I thought the charge was kind of questionable. And then, you know, she compounded it with the uh, technical foul. So – uh, I think if she's on the floor, it could have could have made a difference down the stretch. But yeah, I think she's going to be kind of the glue one, and she's going to be she has to be the leader on the floor. So uh, obviously, you need her on the floor. Which again, I don't know that I would have said that going into the season that Caitlin Bickle is that <laughs> big a key, but I think she definitely is. Jerry Hill, the uh, director of sports journalism, our guest. Jerry, what do you uh, what do you got coming up uh, in the uh, Insider? We've got a magazine going out, should be going out this week. Um, it has a feature on uh, the two freshmen, uh, Dariana Littlepage-Bugs and Keontae George. also has a feature on Finn Bass um, that's had a, an amazing fall this year for tennis. So uh, those are a couple of the stories going in there, and, and that one should be mailing out this week. And uh, and then, you know, a lot of basketball coming up and, and volleyball in the NCAA tournament. Uh, that'll be Thursday and Friday, so I'll be following that. All right, Jerry, as always, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the extra sleep this morning. <laughs> Jerry Hill, our guest, uh, the Director of Sports Journalism at Baylor University. It is uh, 7.53. We're right back to talk some high school football next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Snap back to Prescott. He's got a lot of time. Only heard here. Deep down the right side. Oh, it's caught at the 45, 40. All season. Pollard, 20, 10. Pollard, uncle. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Indianapolis Colts. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Colts. Sunday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at incommonsbank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more, savings in more video. Calling, more sharing every memory, so happy together. Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Veterans, if you can hear my voice, you're close enough to come see me this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. I have an incredible offer for all active duty and retired military personnel. With the purchase of any brand new Harley-Davidson model, receive $1,000 with the free accessories or an in-store $1,000 gift card to spend as you choose. I'm paying way too much money for trade-ins, and I have a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. So come see me this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. 
Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. The Black Friday sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels. Save big on our great selection of new cars and trucks, like the new 2022 Ram trucks. These legendary award-winning trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. Ram trucks give you that first-class feel with luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom, and storage. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can order it today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning product. Allen Samuels in Waco, the place to shop Ram trucks. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. All right, 756. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat from the Alan Samuels studio. Where we're going to go over the high school football picks, but uh, just let me say this. I-, I know this, you may fall off the stool when I tell you this, but Ryan beat us. Really? Yeah. Amazing. How th- yeah, amazing how that worked out, isn't it? Can't believe it. All right, Ryan, go ahead. Uh, Y'all can't use the excuse that there's a scoreboard show because there was not. That doesn't mean you're not sitting there Friday or early this morning filling it out. Yeah. Okay, anyway. You don't need a scoreboard show. Yeah. You have the app on your phone. <laughs> exactly. And okay. and a and a marker in your pie in your hand. So right. how did it go? All right. So last week. For the regional semifinals, Tom went seven and three. Aaron and Ward both went eight and two, and then I went nine and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for you, Peter. So, mm-hmm. so the overall results: Tom, you're in fourth at ninety-three and forty-seven. Uh, Ward, you're in third at ninety-five and thirty-five. Aaron's in second at one hundred one and thirty-nine, and I'm at first with one hundred five and thirty-five. Funny how that works out. You and Aaron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're in cahoots. Yeah, just how you know. Cheater, cheater. Yeah, they they got they got like photocopies of all of the uh, anyway. It's a uh, seven fifty eight. Uh, we're going to uh, bring in John with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. Then we'll come back. We'll talk some high school football and some college football. We'll do it next on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check. Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the long holiday weekend in Baylor Athletics, including Baylor football, women's basketball, and volleyball. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. 
The Black Friday sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels. Save big on our great selection of new cars and trucks, like the new 2022 Ram trucks. These legendary award-winning trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. Ram trucks give you that first-class feel with luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom, and storage. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can order it today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning product. Allen Samuels and Waco, the place to shop Ram trucks. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball number 21 in the nation wrapped up play in the Gulf Coast Showcase last night, playing in the championship game of the tournament, but falling to 22nd ranked Michigan, 84-75 the final. Baylor senior Jaden Owens had a career-high 22 in the game and was named the all-tournament team. The Baylor women now 5-2 on the season, off until this upcoming Sunday, hosting Houston Christian in the Farrell Center. Meanwhile, Baylor men's basketball leaving town today. They'll play at Marquette tomorrow night. Also, Baylor volleyball closed the regular season with a 3-0 sweep of Kansas State Saturday in the Farrell Center. The Bears, 23-6 on the year, found out Sunday they're one of 16 national seeds. They'll host Stephen F. Austin, Colorado, and Rice first and second round action in the Farrell Center this weekend. Baylor will open against Stephen F. Austin at 7 p.m. on Thursday. And Baylor football closed the regular season with a 38-27 loss to Texas in Austin on Friday. The Bears now await their bowl destination. The broadcast on Friday wrapped up very succinctly by J.J. Joe, the color analyst on the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Yeah, it's just it's a hard ball game. You hate to see it end like that for the Bears, but... The Bears, I mean, they, they didn't lose because of the TCU hangle. I mean, Baylor came out, played fast, played heavy, you know, got a lead, uh, then came back, had a lead in the second half. But, but I think what we've kind of seen from this team is that they just really haven't had the ability to close games. And and that's just, that's indicative of this team. And uh, But they're really a lot of great football players, a lot of seniors playing their last regular season game. Uh, but hard-fought game, but UT, did it. UT today was the better football team uh, when it came down to it. I mean, that happened sometimes, and uh, Baylor won last year, and this year UT gets it gets it coming back. So, uh, hate to hate to lose to UT ever, John, but it happens. That's J.J. Joe from Friday. The Bears closed the regular season 6-6 six and six on the year. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 8 o'clock, welcome back in to you, uh, <laughs> to game time. <laughs> well, some habits, man. I was having a flashback. Game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're you're with us. Hour two of the program presented by Alan Samuels. And uh, let, let's talk a little high school football. We went over the uh, the, the standings just a second ago. Anything, not only here locally, but anything across the state surprise you uh, as far as high school football is concerned? I, not, not really shocked at, at anything that I saw over the weekend. I think it all kind of fell into place the way we thought it probably would. What about you, Ryan? Anything that jump off the page at you? 
Um, you know, there's the game over in 5A. Alito and Midlothian played. I honestly thought Melito, Alito would run Midlothian out of the gym. And Midlothian's a really good football team, but they're very limited. They're like Centennial where they like to run the ball a lot. But they they held their own, and it was a really close game. I think Alito only won by one score. Six points, 27-21, I think, was the final. So that was a really good game outside of our region. Ah. Uh. For me, I was, you know, I, I knew Malakoff was a good football team, but the, they uh, they showed me that they're a really good football team. I, I just the way that they played and, 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 you know, look, that that's a championship caliber defense that West has, and, and Malakoff was able to move the football and, and produce some points. And for me, that was the big takeaway. The other thing is, uh, and I know we've talked about this, but at what point in this playoff run, we're halfway through, does Mark get challenged, or do they get no, challenged? No, they don't. I don't think they do. I mean, there was, at times, a running clock Friday afternoon, and you're in round three of the playoffs, and you're playing a team that has double-digit wins. They had 10 wins. It's not a bad football team that you're playing. but Nobody's a bad football team at this point. No, and we talked about that. Remember, I mean, the conversation, and we, we've had it, if you're practicing on Thanksgiving morning, it's it's you're you're a good football team with a good football program, and I'm telling you guys, it, it's what well, you were there, Ryan. I mean, when they get it, when they get when they get that motor running, boy, they're good. I mean, yeah. and the crazy part is, I think they may be better on the defensive side of the ball than they are on the offensive side of the ball. I mean. People just can't move the football on them hardly. Yeah, I mean, Sims Bowie, they only converted, I think it was four third downs the entire game. And and they went two for four on fourth down, but that was like late in the game when, when they had to, trying to stay on the field. But it was never close. Like, you could say it's like 14 nothing when you get off the bus. That's pretty much how it was. Mart just dominated the line of scrimmage. But Sims Bowie, they wanted to run the ball. They wanted to establish a run game early, and they just absolutely could not do it. Yeah, they wanted to old school you. You know, they wanted they wanted to play. They wanted you know they they it was they ran some what some inverted wishbone looks and yeah, and some, traps some and wing tees, and they trapped it. And they you know they tried all these different things, but man, they just couldn't get going. They just could not get that thing going. And and when they were throwing the football, you could tell that they were not comfortable throwing the ball. Didn't want to throw the football. And didn't throw it very well. Uh, you know, their their deal was run, play defense. And they couldn't. It, it, that was, I mean, it, it, it didn't take long. I mean, you could tell within, what, first 10 minutes of the game that how this thing was, was going to unfold? Yeah, Sims Bowie had a three and out to start the game. And then Mark got the ball back and scored on their first play. First play. Seen that before. Yeah, I was going to say, that movie's shown before, hasn't it? And look, it's they're rolling now. They're going to get a twelve and zero Love Lady team on uh, on Friday night down at College Station, A and M Consolidated High School. Uh, so we'll see how that goes, and we'll have that game. Got to get everything worked out. Got to figure out where where all of our broadcasts are going to be. I can tell you this: Crawford is going to take on Toler, and I think, boys, I, I, I'm not I'm not saying anything ever again. I mean, I you know, you think this is going to be a good game. Crawford's playing well. They're playing well. So is Toler. Yeah. 
Oh, well, everybody is right now. I mean, heck. I mean, yeah, you're you're one game away from the semis. Yeah. You're playing in a regional final. You're playing in a regional final. And that regional final will be in Burleson. That's and you've got you've been there a million times. Mm-hmm. It's a great stadium, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful. Great great setup for a for a regional final. Oh, it'll be awesome. So we'll we'll have that one on 104.9 FM. Mm-hmm. Look forward to that. Uh so we got those two those two broadcasts for you. And, you know, while we have a second, I want to say thanks to David Woodard. All of the extra work that those guys have to do to help us get the broadcast, not only on the air, but make it sound good and, and, and give us all the information that we need. It's, you know, look, we're constantly asking them questions and doing things. And, and he and his staff have been, they've been great to us. And we want to, we want to thank them for all of their um, – all of their willingness to help us and and put those broadcasts on our sister station, 92.9 FM. So, uh, and hopefully the Trojans are right back in there fighting to get there again. I mean. They will be. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not the team or the game. It's the program. Mm-hmm. And that's where they are right now. That's where they that's where they have built it and established it. It's It's about the program. So, now look, each individual team has to do the work. But it is about the program for them. So uh, we'll have, I think, if my memory serves me correctly, and I'm doing this off the top of my head, I think we're going to have to, we'll have the uh, the Mark game on our sister station again, kicker 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. I think that's how that will work. But uh, we'll have it all mapped out for you uh, a little later today, and we'll have it for you uh, tomorrow right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, let's 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 talk some college football here for just a second. We, we we glanced at the top twenty five. Did you see anything that's that's out of kilter when it comes to the top twenty five? Either one of you guys, uh, in in how this thing should shape out and what in what it looks like right now. I I mean top twenty five is top twenty five. I don't know that that necessarily reflects anything on the college football playoff, but I mean. I USC in there at number four, which I think is more than fair. Um, Have you seen SC play much? Yes, a lot. What do you think of SC? They're a, a really good football team. They're yeah. not great on defense, but they're a really good football team. And, and Offensively, that, you're going to have to run with the horses, and, and I don't know if there's a lot of teams out there that can do that. And that's what they try to do. I mean, they. I mean, it's it's about let's go see it's what Lincoln we can, Riley football. Yeah, yeah, let's go see what because I watched them against UCLA, and I thought, wow, that is a terrific offense. Wow, that's not a very great defense. They're not. They're not off. They're. They will not. They're not wow going to wow you, you. No. In defense, no, they won't. All. And when you play, and I'm. Just, I was just trying to visualize. Care. They don't care. I, I know, but I was just trying to visualize them against Michigan, them against Georgia. Uh, I I think Georgia and Michigan would have a tough time stopping them. But are they going to have a tough time scoring against them? No, that's what I'm saying. It'll be a track meet. We'll find out. I mean, right now the the AP right the AP's got them in the top four, at number four mm-hmm. with the eleven and one mark. Uh, if I think this is exactly what the college football playoff would look like if the season ended today 
And I'd be fine with it. You'd have Georgia and USC and Michigan and TCU. Is that the four best teams in the country? Let me rephrase that. Is that the or is that the four teams that are playing the best football at this point in the season in yes. the country? Yes. And that's what we're trying to find out, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not always what happens. Well, no, I, I, I get you. That's what we're trying to find I out. I get you. Ultimately, that's what we're trying to find out. Mm-hmm. And I know Jerry Hill was talking about, well, maybe it cleans up after we get to 12. And I and, and maybe it does. But the more I've thought about this over the last couple of weeks, as long as we have the human element deciding the participants in any shape, form, or fashion, I don't like it. I think there's there's going to be some bias there, and, it, and that's just human nature. I, I just think there's going to be some bias there. I, I think ultimately for me, and I don't know that we'll ever get there, Ward, Ryan, is if it's 12 or 16 or whatever that number is, there's got to be a formula for you to earn one of those 12 spots. And that's it. Not Not a committee sitting in a hotel lobby or, or you know hotel meeting room or whatever they're doing and watching games and discussing games I don't want it and I don't care if they've got four spots at large spots or whatever the at large looks like is like there's I want ways to earn your way into the playoff well no. I will I don't think I'll it'll no, ever get it, there never get there no I don't I don't think it will either but would you agree that there's always the I don't know that you can get a collection of people and not have a have a biased opinion in some shape, form, or fashion. No, it just that's the way it happens. So we'll see. But I, I do think it does clean up considerably when you do get to twelve. And when that is, who knows? I mean, no clue. So uh let's see. Uh and again, one one quick thought here as we talk about talk about college football. We mentioned Matt Rule to Nebraska, Luke Fickle to Wisconsin, uh, UTSA, uh, not UTSA, I beg your pardon, Texas State has has let their guy go. David Shaw at Stanford has resigned. Phil Montgomery let go at, at Tulsa. Well, there's some movement right now. Any surprises in that department? And I think Arizona's hired their guy. Uh, I... I, I Philip Montgomery surprised me. At, at Tulsa? Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm not shocked, but I think the Wisconsin deal is a little surprising. It is for me too. I thought I would I would have thought he wanted to maybe see the, the trans the transition into the Big Twelve. And be a part of that and see what he could do as far as building Cincinnati. But And maybe he said, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Or maybe George Washington and Abraham Lincoln said thanks, but no thanks. There was enough of them uh, to to see him slide on down the road. Uh, but, yeah, we'll find out. Is Mike Gundy back at Oklahoma State? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean – Look, and I know that it didn't. They they didn't finish the way they wanted to, and with the way they thought they were going to, and that was probably a pretty punch in the gut on Saturday. But they've had a just a unbelievable amount of injuries, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, it, it, they just 
it just didn't go well for him in the end. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he, I think there's way too much, too many skins on the wall for, uh, for him not to be there. What about you? I don't know. I could, I can see him personally moving on. I don't, I don't know that they, I wouldn't think they let him go in any, any stretch of the imagination, but right. I could see him saying, and eh, maybe there's something else out there for me. Pump the brake, catch, yeah, catch I my breath. Know. I don't know. Maybe. I, I just, no, I, I, for me, I can't imagine him being anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's an Oklahoma State cowboy through and through. Yeah. So. I can see him doing TV, though. Could you? Mm-hmm. He has that personality. Hmm. Oh, does that satisfy a guy? No. But sometimes you need that mental break. That guy that just loves to pull it together, put everybody in the, in the right spot, and then mm-hmm. go win games. I don't know. 8-15, 15 after 8, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are rolling through a Monday, just covering a little bit of everything. I feel like we've been gone for a week, and we haven't. But it just feels that way. I don't know why. I think because we had Thursday games, Friday games that mm-hmm. we needed. It just feels like we've been gone forever. All right, uh, eight sixteen. Don't forget uh, John Morris at three this afternoon, and Matt Mosley's at four. And we've got uh, more conversation. Did you see the deal on OBJ? Yeah, I did. A little different, isn't it? For OBJ? No, no. no just the whole the whole thing. I mean. <laughs> At first, I've, it, it, anyway, we'll get into that here in a couple of minutes. All right, it's uh, eight sixteen. This is ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears off to Milwaukee to play Marquette coming up on Tuesday, seven p.m. for the countdown to tip off. Seven thirty tip off Tuesday. Baylor Bear basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more savings in more video. Calling, sharing every memory. So happy together. Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. The next time you need new tires for your vehicle or any type of trailer, remember 185 Tire and Service. They sell brands of tires including Toyo, and they have tires for your biggest trucks as well. Their air is always free, but if it keeps leaking, they can fix it. Owner Craig Davidson is an 82nd Airborne veteran and a 1983 Crawford graduate. General Manager Casey Bennett is a 2008 Crawford graduate. 185 Tire and Service. You can find them at the Crawford roads of highway 6 and 185 across from 711 254-848-8473 open monday through friday 8 to 5 espn central texas is 1660 a.m 92.3 fm and 100.9 FM. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted, experience better at BK Ford. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, say 20, this is game time. We'll change gears here and <laughs> talk about deep sea diving for snails or something i don't know all right what are we doing by the way how was thanksgiving it was good number 37 was awesome Look good how was your thanksgiving gentlemen pretty uneventful i actually spent a little time up here at the the old radio station did you getting some work done yeah Thursday morning outstanding yeah how's your dad good he's good yeah fry your turkey uh we had fried we had smoked and we had roasted turkey man that's a place and a ham and a ham. And a partridge in a pear oh. tree. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do not start the Christmas carols. No, we, we had the variety going. Oh, that's nice. And Ryan, I heard you were sick. I was bedridden on Thursday. Ugh. Yuck. So yeah. sorry. He went out on Wednesday night. That was that's the problem. That's probably he was hungover on Thursday. Yeah. He says no. Nope. Mm-hmm. nope. Did <laughs> you guys know, speaking of Christmas music, did you know that our sister station, 104.9, is playing all Christmas music? Yes. Love it. It's good stuff. Well, you tune in. I do. I listen all the time. I'll be listening to ESPN. I listen all <laughs> I, the time. Well, you, I you're don't a, like You're Christmas the Scrooge. Girl. I am. I got my tree up. Well, good for you. But, Reluctantly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's uh, it's unbelievable. My dogs like the tree. So, I don't know. But, hey, I got something for you today. A cool what do you got? story. So, there's this guy named Joe. There's Joe several <laughs> out there. Joe, who? Joe Baker, and he has a son named Sam there from Colorado. Little Sam is eight years old and has been climbing mountains with his dad since he was three. Back in October, they went to Yosemite National Park, and they climbed the El Capitan. It's 3,000 feet up in the air. This eight-year-old kid climbed it with his dad. They slept on the side of a mountain for three nights, and it took him four days to get up the top. Now, who in the heck does that? Them two? I know. It's kind Joe of a and mi- Sam. 
<laughs> Joe and Sam. But yeah, so uh So there's a guy named Joe. There's this guy named Joe from Colorado. Yeah, so they did it and um I thought it was kind of cool. It took um let's see. So they finished um what do you say? They finished 5 hours I guess ahead or before, I don't know, like they made it 5 hours sooner than they had planned to, whatever that means. Nice. But um, the little kid, I guess he's, they said he missed some pitches. I don't even know what that means because you can't throw a ball up there. So I guess maybe his foot didn't hit it at the right place. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> but can no, you imagine? No, they're not up there throwing fastballs. Well, I didn't think so. I mean, you'd be hanging on for your life. Have you ever been to Yosemite and seen that big rock thing? I have. A big rock thing? Well, it's a mountain, but it's a rock. It's all rock. It's like rock climbing on a mountain. It's a rock thing. It's, it's a, a rock, rock thing. thing. But yeah. That mountain over there is yeah. a rock thing. It's a rock but thing. But can you imagine though sleeping on the side of a mountain? I've seen it in person and people are just hanging out, having a party on the side of the mountain. Like, no thank you. I'd rather jump out of an airplane. You jump out of airplanes. That's different. I have a parachute on. It's a perfectly good airplane. There's no excuse for you yeah. leaving it. I don't... Uh, I'd rather jump out of an airplane. They're already on the ground. Well, you can say you can say it may be a slanted <laughs> mountain, but they're already on the ground. That's all I can tell you. I don't know, but that is not something that I want to put on my bucket list. That's for sure. But you know, kudos to the eight-year-old kids. I'm Sam. scared to ask what's on your bucket list. No, yeah. you don't want to. Yeah. I don't cool think you want to know. Some cool <laughs> things. I want to go to every NFL stadium and watch a game. How many have you been to? Uh, three. All right. So you've only got how many left? Uh, what? 33? <laughs> they must have added some teams. How many teams they have? 37, 36, 42? It's 42? That was know. around the map. <laughs> I could go around the map. I will one day, and I can tell you every NFL well, football team. Well, you're, you're way over. Oh, it's 32. 31, isn't it? 32. 32? Okay. See, I knew it was in the 30s. I have to, like, go through the alphabet. You just said 46. How is that no, in the 30s? No, I said 42. <laughs> I said 36. Wait, 37, 42. Nope, 32. That's how my math works. I don't know. Why are you staring at me? But Anyways, you tell it you're coming off a holiday because you... you I am just, like, smart, right? <laughs> I, I wasn't going to go there, but... My brain had some relaxation for All four right. days. I'm good. You'll Anyways, sell something. kudos to Joe and Sam. It's a big rock thing. Very cool. A big rock thing. All right. Joe and Sam, wasn't that on that cartoon? There's a cartoon. Joe, Joe and Joe Sam? Sam. Mm-hmm, I think so. You know, it's a Looney Tune. A Looney Tune. Sam was. The, There's Tom and Jerry. Sam was the 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 the, sh- the dog that guarded the sheep, and and I Joe never was the saw coyote. That cartoon. Joe was the coyote that tried what? to get him all the time. And they'd clock in and... Even yeah. Brian didn't even know what you're talking about. Well, he wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't, obviously. I did. I used to watch Tom and Jerry. That's all I know. I don't know who Sam. I watched Tom yeah. and Jerry, too. Oh, okay, well, there you go. Jetsons. <laughs> Happy who's, Monday. Who's the dad? George. 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 Meet George Jetson. Daughter? Uh, Judy. Judy, yeah. Son, Elroy. Yeah, Elroy. That's and then right. they, they had a dog, too. Jane, his wife. Mm-hmm. What was Astro. the dog's name? Astro. 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 Like the Houston <laughs> Astros, right? Not asteroids, asteroids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, 8.26. <laughs> it is game time, I think. Uh, as we roll along here. 
Uh, let's see. We uh, we got uh, what do we got coming up? It just we're, we're going to get into to the Cowboys, and we're, I want to get I want to get some thoughts on uh, OBJ. Does that affect his selection to either the Cowboys, Giants, or wherever he he may go? I don't think so. Probably not. Probably not. Just I think it's being blown out of proportion more than maybe there is to it. We'll see. I mean, I just read the article, and the article basically said that he was. I've seen of, two or three things on it, so yeah, they all have different descriptions of it. So. He was kind of dozing in and out of consciousness, and then they were worried about him. They tried to get him to go get off the plane so they could attend to him, and he didn't want to have anything to do with it. And they had to clear the plane, and then he then he left. <laughs> I don't know. Strange. Uh, we're brought to you in part by Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. Uh, here's the phone number, 662-0774. Next time you uh, need a prescription field, give them a call at 662-0774. Uh, th- they just do a great job. Uh, Doc Everett and his crew over there. It's a locally owned independent pharmacy. And, of course, it is your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. They have free delivery to your home or office. they got a couple of vehicles that get out and, uh, and they get around, and they'll get it to you in a hurry if that's how you choose to do it. I personally like to go there. I like to go inside. I like to talk to the pharmacist and, and visit with them. And, and you know, maybe the, maybe I got a new prescription or, or, or something to that effect or I got a question. I just, I just feel more comfortable going to the store and, and, and doing it that way. And it's, it's strictly up to you, however you so choose to do it. Now, again, listen, they're open Monday through Friday from 9 until 6 and Saturday from 9 until 2. Great hours, so they uh, they know that you you know you guys work and and you you sometimes you don't have the time to go during the work day, so they stay open till six during the week and they're there till two on Saturday to accommodate you. Check them out at Circle Drug Pharmacy. They're at thirty two eleven Robinson Drive. Recently on Game Time, on the call yesterday, Pat Nunley. Pat joins us this morning. Guys, it's, it's nice to be in basketball season, right? Hey, absolutely. The Big 12 is going to allow them to have an incredibly high strength of schedule, but they need to augment that with some really high-profile games that if they can win, really elevate that come tournament time. You know, you got Gonzaga, uh, you got Arkansas, you've got Marquette. So this is a tough reconference schedule, and that's by design. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Tennessee. Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. 
Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Veterans, if you can hear my voice, you're close enough to come see me this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. I have an incredible offer for all active duty and retired military personnel. With the purchase of any brand new Harley-Davidson model, receive $1,000 with their free accessories or an in-store $1,000 gift card to spend as you choose. I'm paying way too much money for trade-ins, and I have a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. So come see me this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Baylor women's basketball advanced to the title game of the Gulf Coast Showcase where Michigan beat the Bears 84-75. The University of Nebraska will hold a news conference today to introduce Matt Rule as its next head football coach. He spent three years as the head coach at Baylor before an unsuccessful stint with the Carolina Panthers. Cincinnati Bearcats need a new head football coach as Luke Bickle has accepted the head coaching job at Wisconsin. With a 24-17 win over Trinity, Mary Harden-Baylor has advanced to the quarterfinals of the Division III football championship. TCU has moved to third in this week's AP Top 20. Georgia is still number one, Michigan number two, USC four, and Ohio State five. Alabama, Tennessee, Penn State, Washington, and Clemson finish off the top ten. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Allen Samuel Studios. this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we uh, move through a Monday morning. Boy, it is a beautiful, beautiful day. And you know what? We've had a – I don't don't know if we've had a lot. I guess we've had a lot, uh, a lot of rain over the last few days. And, boy, uh, thankful for it. Uh, It is – it's nice to see. And I know that, you know, that it rained on on some games and it was cloudy and all that. But we – desperately needed the rain and still do for that for that matter uh let's see uh anything uh, what so you think that the obj thing is is a little little blown out of proportion yeah i don't know i mean i i read one article where it is and i read another one where it's not and then his lawyers say it's not a big deal and i it it's kind of like a a bad soap opera does it affect the cowboy negotiations or if you want to call it negotiations, their meetings, or whatever the case may be. No. I don't think it does either. I don't think it has. I, I just don't think it does either. I think for me, and I don't, you know, and I'm not, I obviously can't speak for the Jones family, but for me, is he ready to play? Can he help you this year? Can he help you when he gets here, if he gets here in the next week or so? If he's healthy, yes. 
that's the question I'm asking. Is he ready to go? I, I Him just being ready to go enough to be on the field makes a difference in this team. Because you have to account for him until proven otherwise. Well, and I guess that's where I'm trying to find out. Is he the Nobody OB- knows. I mean, yeah. I, I can't answer that. I don't know. So, I'm when he comes here for meetings, is he gonna is he gonna throw and and catch with Dak Prescott? He should, or he should. They shouldn't go get him if he's not ready to play right now. Then don't go through it. That's kind of where I'm going with this thing. I mean, you don't get him for next year. You get him for the Super Bowl run this year, right? Or do you? You know, is it another month? You know, do you get him for the playoff run? Uh, you know, that's I think the you have to have him before the playoffs. So do I. But I mean, that's the question I'm asking. If he's if he's still I, three weeks away, I don't, is he somebody you want? I haven't seen a medical report on him. I, I don't know. No, I don't I, know. I, I, I'm I'm just asking if he is two or three weeks away, is he somebody that you go ahead and, and get? Well, before somebody else gets him, if that's who you want, yes. And those are those are the questions and decisions I think they've got to. I mean, if that's the guy that's going to help you get over the hump and get get to a NFC Championship game. I don't know what you're waiting on right now. Well, unless it's medical clearance. Yeah, and again, I think he's a guy that if you if he can't step on the field a week from Sunday, then what 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 are we doing here? I well, mean, you don't unless he's going to be ready to play when you sign him. Then you don't mess with it. Yeah. Now, if you sign him this week, is he gonna is he gonna is he gonna be able to help you on Sunday night? I, you know, who knows. But when does I mean, he meet? You know, I know they, they said after Thanksgiving. I think this week we should know something. We'll find out. We'll find out. Again, if you just joined us uh, earlier today, before right before we went on the air, uh, Keyshawn Johnson on the morning show, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, they were talking about the NFL playoffs, and Keyshawn basically said that the NFC is going to come down to either the Eagles or the Cowboys. Are we buying that at this point? I know we got a long way I, to go. I believe in the Eagles. Do you believe in the Cowboys? N- not totally. So wh- where are you not buying in on the Cowboys? I I think Dak's playing better, but I still don't think he's an elite quarterback. See, we had that conversation last night, and a person who I – who I believe, you know, knows what he's talking about, told me he was a top 10 quarterback. Everybody has a different opinion about where he is within the league. I'll say this. I thought Thursday he played pretty darn well. Yeah. I mean, what what was he, 21 of 25 or 21 mm-hmm. of 23 or something like that? He didn't miss many. Uh, and he And he made some really terrific throws. But is that what you get every week, week in and week out? He's not consistent. No. And, you know, and I was watching Kansas City yesterday, and that element that – and they had a spy on him, by the way. And he still ran crazy and and was able to throw the football. I mean, but you want to talk about a complete football player. Mahomes is that guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's – again, they – they had a spy on him, and he was still able to run up and down the football field. I mean, he, he's that guy. But are we talking about the Cowboys and the Eagles 
as the two best teams in the NFC. It's irrelevant on who wins the division. Do they circle back around and play each other in the NFC championship game? Mm. I I don't know. Well, you start looking around the the, the division or, or the the conference. Are you afraid of Tampa Bay right now? No. Are you? Well, here's one that <laughs> I think San Francisco. I was going to say San Francisco. Has to say about it. Yep. You you better pay attention to San Francisco. I'm not afraid of Los Angeles. Ugh. You know Seattle. Mm. Yeah. I think Seattle could get it all together. What are they, six and five now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They gave they're, up. They're still playing pretty well. Yeah. They got beat yesterday, didn't they? Yeah. And just because you beat Minnesota doesn't mean that you're going to run through them again. Minnesota's a good football team. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I agree with that or not. Uh, That's. That's a really good football team. Well, they've struggled. They're nine and two. They they struggled against the Cowboys. Okay. And is that division very good? Go ahead and drink that Kool Aid, Ranger boy. No, I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm asking the question. <laughs> I'm not saying the Cowboys are there. I'm not saying that they're there. You're putting them in the hoisting the trophy. Well, we got Dak Prescott. <laughs> you gotta you you gotta you gotta believe okay here we go so the the vikings get to play detroit green bay and chicago that's their division that's very doable <laughs> that's what i'm talking about <laughs> you're you're talking about that nine and two and nine and two is coming against a four and seven detroit team a four and eight green bay team and a three and nine chicago team uh, the South, Tampa, Atlanta, Carolina, the Saints. Well, let's get excited about that. Well, I mean, look, they've also beat the Bills. They beat Washington. They beat the Dolphins. They've Of all of that, th- that Dolphins win is pretty impressive. Because I think the Dolphins, heck, I, boy, I like the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And I would have never thought that, but. Them dudes are rolling right now. They are they are rolling. All right, you're picking on me, so I'm going to move on. I'm not picking on <laughs> you. I just I, you're not I buying in. I just gave you what Keyshawn gave you. Yeah, the two best teams there in the NFC. Go. Enough said. The two best teams <laughs> in the NFC are the ten and one Eagles and the eight and three Cowboys. He liked the eight and three Cowboys over the nine and two Vikings. And he liked him over the seven and four San Francisco 49ers. So let me ask you this, and then we'll stop. <laughs> I'm getting picked on here. Uh, San Francisco and Minnesota. Who do we like there? Oh, that's a tough one. I. Boy. I'll have to go with San Francisco. I don't agree with you the way they're going right now. Mm-hmm. They're kind of getting hot. And the guy that nobody wanted around is playing pretty darn well at the mm-hmm. quarterback position. Yep. I mean, nobody, you know, hey, get off. You, you always use the term get off my lawn. And, well, mm-hmm. now the guy you didn't even want to hand a playbook to 
is is getting it you done were for looking you. to dump him. Yeah, they were trying to. They were doing anything they could to move him. Again, like I said, they didn't give him a playbook. So, anyway, couple of I, I tell you what, we'll step aside. You, right, uh, huh? Let me ask you. I mean, I know you had the conversation last night. Do you think Dak Prescott is now an elite quarterback? No, because you didn't last week. No. Okay. I'm just going about what you know. I, my point was everybody. He's everybody has a, di- a really different opinion mm-hmm. i mean either i think you either really like his play or you really don't like his play well he's lucky those two interceptions didn't go the wrong way for him yeah the one thing i i think we all can agree is the guy's a leader in the in the clubhouse and okay. they and they in the in you know they all follow him i mean they I, I think that's probably a fair assessment of him okay is you know he's he's that guy that you know that that, that, that teams follow. Can does he have the capability of willing his team to a win? Does he have the capability? I, I has think he's he, shown it yet. He has not. It, okay. And my other deal is in postseason play. And and again, I've said this a million times. I, I don't think it's fair that everything gets dumped, good or bad, at the feet of the quarterback. I, know you don't. I, I just I, I've never had. But if that's the criteria. And it seems to be, what has he done postseason-wise in his career? Nothing. Not much. What do we decide? A couple of wins? Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, that's, that's about it. I mean, yeah. there, he, is, he is not taking his team to, where, to where, it's, where it needs to go. No, not even close. And, and you know, we, we, we did a comparison the other day. Of the of the Vikings quarterback, Kirk Cousins, and yeah, they're they're they're, they're, they're the, the same, same dude. Yep. Yeah, they ended up being the mm-hmm. same guy, career wise and uh, this season. Mm. I mean, they were basically the same guy. I don't know. Is that the guy that's going to take you to to where you want to go? And again, fair or unfair for the Cowboys, if you're not winning playoff games, it wasn't a good year. No, it's not. And also, you can overcome that if you surround them with the right pieces in some cases. And so, I mean, if, if they can, they can get enough of the right pieces around him and enough of the right play calls around him to limit some of that, then maybe he can get you there. But I mean, it's not always an elite quarterback that wins a Super Bowl. It's what's around him. That makes it work. I mean, is is Nick Foles an elite quarterback? Well, and I'll ask the question, boy, this can bring up a debate. Is Eli Manning a, an elite quarterback? He's won a couple of them. Yeah, he's he's a Hall of Famer. Eli is? Yeah. All right. But he also had great pieces. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's a good example of that, but he's still a Hall of Famer because he has two Super Bowl rings. How did he get him? Because the good pieces around him. Yeah, that's and, – and I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. But he, but he also was that type of guy that could will a team to a win. And He had that characteristic. And that was a, that was a football team that did just that mm-hmm. with all the, the correct pieces. I mean, you've seen teams that, you know, that have – that have had great pieces, you know – and gone out and got it done. The Ravens. 
You know, they they had one of the best defenses in the world. Well, defense wins championships. Yeah. So, I, I get your point, and maybe he is, and maybe this is the year that he gets it done. I'm just saying history shows that he hasn't yet. He hasn't yet. And, you know, again, I go back to just a year ago. You going to lay it all at his feet? No, but they didn't win. They're a division champion. They're at home in the first round and got beat. Stuck on the joint. Yes. Pack up yeah. your stuff, put it away, and start your offseason program because you got beat at home. So what gives you the confidence that that doesn't happen again? I don't have any confidence that it doesn't, that it doesn't happen again. I'm just saying the conversation is there. It always is there. And again, and I, 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 will, I will tell you again, I believe that the quarterback position, as critical as it is, as important as it is, gets too much blame and gets, and gets too much credit. I mean, there's 52 other dudes on that team that yeah, got to pull the rope the same way. With them. I, it, it, does it end with him? It's, I know it, it starts with him. It, huh? If they let it, yeah. You know, we just talked about defense. We just talked about defense. We're, you don't the quarterback of the defense, the middle linebacker, is is he taking a shot at it? Mm-hmm. You know, there's to me, there's 52 other guys on that football team that have got to do their job. And, and I know that if you don't have, you know, again, the quarterback is the face of the franchise. I get it. Look what look what the look what the Jets did yesterday. They take their 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 guy and they put him in street clothes. And not only yeah. did they put him in street clothes, the guy that came in for him played terrific. Former cowboy. White? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He played terrific. So, you know, we'll see. The, the thing is for me for the Cowboys. I've I've gone my whole life without seeing them make it past the NFC divisional. So for me, it's I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> We're a little older. We've we've seen it. <laughs> we've seen Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. And, and here's a good point on our on our CNC Collision Center text line. Ravens. We were talking about the Ravens a minute ago. They won with Trent Dilfer at the, at the quarterback position. Tampa Bay won with Brad Johnson at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. And I, my to my point. I think everybody's got to pull the rope the same way, for lack of a better better term. I mean, if if you're not if everybody's not performing, then you're not going to win. It, it takes it. I think it takes the entire football team. It does, but it also a quarterback can elevate everybody's ability and play on the field by what he's doing. I I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. You know, how, how does he benefit the defense? You can either be really surrounded by great players that that helps All you. All the pieces. Yeah. Or you can elevate some of those great players or even good players to play at another level depending on which quarterback you are. Gotcha. I know we're, we're running late. He's looking at me like, you crazy fool, shut up. All right, it's 8.50, <laughs> 10 away from 9. We are uh, brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe with that new location coming in just just a few days. I think I think by next week they may be in that new location. 
uh, and that's over on Loop 340 next to Busby Feed. Right now, they continue to serve you at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane and down in Bryan. Uh, they're open Monday through Friday, 730 till 5, Saturdays 8 until noon, and you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. The, they offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, and so much more. It's Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Recently on the John Morris Show. That is uh, Toby Rowland, the longtime uh, voice of the Oklahoma Sooners. Football, basketball, baseball. Uh, I'll give you guys a little insight out there. When J-Mo saw that it was on ESPN+, Plus, he got very excited because that's what us radio guys do. That's because right. we know we're going to have way more listeners. <laughs> You're exactly <laughs> <more> right. <laughs> that's right. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Everyone at Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac, loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps' Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 9th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy for Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac, and drop it in the bed of the 2023 GMC Sierra Crew Cab pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Tractor Supply Distribution Center in Waco is hiring team members for all shifts, weekday, weekend, and overnight shifts available. Starting wages up to $20 an hour. Benefits after 30 days. Competitive and on-demand pay. 401k matches. Bonus potential. Tuition reimbursement. Tractor Supply Store discounts and much more. Tractor Supply Distribution Center in Waco is located at 2801 Corporation Parkway. Apply online at tractorsupply.jobs. That's tractorsupply.jobs. Or you can even text Tractor DC to 25000. Lockridge Priest has been providing HVAC, plumbing, and electrical services for over 50 years, serving all of Central Texas for your residential and commercial needs. This family-owned and operated company has skilled and knowledgeable technicians to help you with all your heating, AC, plumbing, and electrical needs. Lock season is here, and if you have issues with your AC, call Lockridge Priest at 254-772-0670. That's 254-772-0670 or Lockridge ridgepriest.com ESPN Radio Sports Center I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update Baylor women's basketball advanced to the title game of the Gulf Coast Showcase where Michigan beat the Bears 84-75 
The University of Nebraska will hold a news conference today to introduce Matt Rule as its next head football coach. He spent three years as the head coach at Baylor before an unsuccessful stint with the Carolina Panthers. The Cincinnati Bearcats need a new head football coach as Luke Bickle has accepted the head coaching job at Wisconsin. With a 24-17 win over Trinity, Mary Harden-Baylor has advanced to the quarterfinals of the Division III football championship. TCU has moved to third in this week's AP Top 20. Georgia is still number one, Michigan number two, USC four, and Ohio State five. Alabama, Tennessee, Penn State, Washington, and Clemson finish off the top ten. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, welcome back in. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as uh, we move through a uh, a Monday. A couple of things from the uh, CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. The CFP has to have automatic bids for conference champions or it still is just a pretend national championship or an invitational. I agree with that. And I think that you will see your conference champions Ward getting an automatic bid. I think there will be, uh, you know, a Formula 4 some of the uh, some of the other teams to get in as as invites, but I think your conference champions have to be a part of this thing, don't you? I would hope so. Yeah, I, I would hope that that's how they go about it. And, and the one thing that the, I think you got to figure out is: do you when when you're talking about your conference champions, are you talking about your regular season conference champion or the one game conference championship? Who gets that automatic bid? You know, in basketball, it's whoever wins the the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know they don't want to get rid of them for TV, so right. probably won't get rid of the conference championship games. But I would not be upset if they did get rid of the conference championship game and just go off the regular season when they get to the playoffs, because you don't need them. You're going to have a true playoff, get a tournament going, and have 16, 32 teams. I don't care how big it is. But just take the conference champion from the regular season, stick them in there, and let's go. Yeah, and the other part is, I think you don't need that extra game. I think your your conference champion from the regular season, even if they get beat in the in the in the conference championship game, would still find their way into a twelve team tournament. Yeah, but I just I think especially you need, from the power. I five. think you need to get rid of the conference championship games. It wouldn't bother me, uh, you know, because in most cases it's a it's a double dip anyway. Yeah, I mean. Look, I mean, it gives you some great football. Unless you have North week. and South, yeah, or well, East and, and West. most do. The only ones that really have to that, that they play each other again is is the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is broke up into divisions. All right, uh, we got to go. Thanks, uh, thanks for participating on the CNC Collision Center text line. We're right back at it tomorrow at seven a.m. Don't forget, coming up at three, it's John Morris at four, it's Matt Mosley. We'll see you tomorrow at seven. <laughs> 